Right, all right, all right. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do. It's your boy, Yellow. <laughs> and I am here with my friend, my good friend, Michael. Michael, please, welcome. First off, welcome to YTP Entertainment. It's a wonderful blessing to have you here. And please let our people know what it is they do. All on you. Uh, yeah, good to see you again. Uh, what um, what am I doing? I'm doing. I'm 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 an art science. I'm actually the the, the exact thing is a creativity awareness educator. Awesome. Uh, but I've always had an artist since I'm a kid, child. I'm uh, painting, music, uh, everything, film, television. Uh, so I, I'm I'm in all even arts politics. I was. And uh, I'm from Vienna, in, originally born in Vienna, in Austria, okay. Europe, and then, and then I came here. Awesome, awesome. I love it. I love it. So can you please give us some information about the Smart of Art? What is, what is it about? What do you do on the Smart of Art? It is, it is basically, uh, the Smart of Art is when I couldn't find... When I was so upset because it saved my life because I'm neurodiverse. I couldn't, I was a sick child. I was neurodiverse, couldn't fit in any, any system. I, uh, I, I you know, I had to repeat classes uh, and I went with my head to the wall, tried to go through the wall, but I couldn't, just couldn't because I'm neurodiverse. But the neurodiversity has a, the other side of neurodiversity is a superpower. I can see context. I can see things to, that fit together that nobody can see unless I tell them and then they can see it, obviously. You know, everybody can see everything, but, you know, I can I, I be aware of something and then I tell him. And what happened was the Smart of Art came because uh, like five years ago, six years ago, when I started writing the book, I, I, was, I was saying, why are 97% or more of artists worldwide, not just in America or not just in China or all over the world, all exist on the poverty level. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're not, they're not starving, but that's the starving artist, you know, what everybody says, but they, they are poor. And uh, I have friends that slept in, they were awesome artists and they slept in, in their cars uh, because they didn't have the money to, to they had to eat and they, they, they didn't have money for rent. And uh, they sleep in this, you know them, they sleep in their studios, you know, mm -hmm. they sleep wherever they can because, and, and I was thinking, oh, that is the system. I always thought that was the system. Mm -hmm. And then I, I found it wasn't the system. It's that artists can't have an eight to five job. They're working three days in a row being up all night, mm -hmm. but they can't do because they have to be ready when, when stuff comes in. Right. And when to bring in when to bring in the music, the poems, the the good stuff, mm -hmm. and, and and they just they just can't function really in a structural art in art environment in a structural system environment like an office, a cubicle. Right. And what I've what I've found 
is that um, we perceive art as a product, mm -hmm. but art isn't a product. As you know, it is, you get much more out of it creating the podcast than having a hundred thousand people listen. You want them to listen, but, yes. but it's not about, oh, I have another person that I don't even know that likes my, my podcast. It's great. It feels good, mm -hmm. but it is not what the creation, when you say, oh, I want to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And now, how, how this is going to be yellow? How, how, how I'm going to do a, a podcast, you know? Right. Michael does it different, but, you know, how do, how does yellow do this? And so you have a conversation with your non-physical because mm -hmm. you get that inspiration out from, I hit you in the head and say, do this. So you, you get the inspiration that I want to do a podcast. But yeah. you can say, I want to do a baseball team. You know what I mean? You Whatever you comes in you, and then you explore that. And everybody has a different. There's 8 billion people and they all have different ideas. And and we and we just start creating. And I found that what we look at, it, what the systems and society looks at, art is just the, the product, mm -hmm. you know? And if the product is good, if Beyonce is good, then Beyonce is good. If Beyonce is bad, then everybody says Beyonce is bad. Yeah. It's always dependent on others. Well, when you create, it's all dependent on you. And no matter if you're good one day, say they say Yellow's podcast is the best or Yellow's podcast is the worst, mm -hmm. nobody can take away that you created the podcast. See, the judgment is easy, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's saying, it's like gender. Oh, she's a woman. She's, she's a different color than I am. She's, you know, that is easy to say, right. but nobody can. You can't take away that she's a human being, you know? You can't take away that you created that. Exactly. And that's, I think that's, that's the, that's the, where I started finding, I need to separate the product from the creation mm -hmm. and all the power is actually in the creation. Yeah, definitely. So how did you learn about the um, percentages of artists who are... Oh. Over, over and over. I, I mean, when you look in, this is, you know, we're our artists. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's funny that, that they say artists were the last people that will be replaced by machines. Mm -hmm. But it seems now with the AI, I, I'm not worried about it because AI just, it's like, you know, it just does, it's a copy. Yeah. It's not a unique, you know, every of the 8 billion people, everybody is unique. And the more you know about your uniqueness, the better you'll be an artist, you know. <laughs> but I saw it over and over. I saw it between 95, which is the, the lowest percent, and 99%. Uh, Jerry Saltz, uh, just, you know, the New York art critic, just said it's 99% of artists are poor. Only 1% makes it. Uh, the, the people that you hear uh, is 1%. Wow. So I wonder how does that 1% maintain the industry? Because the industry is so big. That's kind of hard to have 1% of the artists maintain an entire industry of art. That's not maintain. They, not main, they make it. They make it. Oh, misunderstanding. They, they're not. They're making some money. Mm -hmm. I sold eleven thousand dollar paintings. 
Awesome. But yeah, I'm, I did that five years ago. I couldn't do that now. Mm-hmm. Not, not because, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. we all contribute. We all contribute, but we, we are living just about the poverty. I mean, so mm-hmm. many people do live into the arts, to the art products that we have, music, you know, music, paintings, blah, blah, blah. But we are not, the, the percentage is that 1% are wealthy, meaning that's what you hear from, like, Mm-hmm. Jeff Koons, Damien Hurst, Keith Haring, all these people, artists that you hear from them, and those are only 1% mm-hmm. of artists. Those are not the 99% of artists that just make it. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so, so we all contribute, but you hear only from the, from the one, and, you, and the, falsely you believe that this guy, because everybody knows his name, he should be rich. And how often have you seen that? To be rich and then you hear he has to do all kinds of bullshit stuff right uh, yeah. uh all of a sudden you see him doing commercials about why is this guy doing it? i thought this guy's the king yeah yeah <laughs> that's understandable it is yeah. yeah oh my goodness so how long have you been into your form of art and who the, is there anyone similar uh i I'm like I said, I, you know, I started, we had a yard and I started to do tree houses and created them and, and painted them and do stuff with them. And then I, went, I sold mixtapes out of my trunk. Then I was a DJ. Then I was a, a, a fashion show producer. Then I was in the advertising. So I saw with 30, with 30, I didn't, you know, I just did that because it made fun and, and made me feel productive and 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 thing and then uh what happens was that with 30 i looked at i needed to get a new job and i looked at all my resume and i said everything is creative and that was a very empowering moment and i want to tell that to your audience because i saw that all i did and everything that that line that that line that went through was art art creation that was the whole thing and and then i said i don't need to actually call ask for you to call me an artist yes artist is something you are you are an artist it's not dependent on how much you sell how famous you are it is that you can't do another you can't do another thing you have to do art because it feels right it's not it's 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 i need to it you feel right yellow feels right creating art michael feels right creating art and in my case i couldn't you know i I couldn't even pretend to do something else because I couldn't. Yeah, I tried it and I couldn't. Anything else wouldn't make sense. And that's that's where it's. I think I think I can do five chords. It just, I, I could hand, you know, my neurodiversity, hand and eye coordination. But then I went to a percussion. My friend of mine, we, were, we went to a, to a gig and my friend said, hey, the percussionist got sick. Can you do percussion? I said, I can do it. It's easy. It looks easy. But for me, it was kind of easy. Mm-hmm. And then for my, then it's, it's thinking. And then I went What happened? 
it's it's back to us now. I'm oh, sorry. I don't I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, it happens. It's no problem. So let me let me say where where was that? Uh, uh, yeah. So after I realized I was an artist, I gave it a different attention. Mm-hmm. And if because it was a part of me, who is Michael, right? right. Not somebody that learned to be uh, uh, an accountant, not somebody that learned to be a venture capitalist. I'm an artist. And people say, oh, I said, I, I did a lot of things, but I wasn't successful. And I think that's hard to do. That's hard to take. You know, when you're an artist, <clears throat> When you know, when you get that awareness that you're an artist, it was hard to do to say, you know, I'm an artist, but I'm not successful in systems. I'm not selling million uh, platinum records. I'm not selling paintings for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I think that is hard for all artists because it's the system shaming. Basically, you can't fit in. So what, what, that's why they say art is a hobby. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, that's why they say art, but art isn't a hobby because uh, you are a better human for recognizing that you're an artist. Yeah, when you know that you're an artist, you're just, you're just not a better human, a real human. I think so often we become system humans, you know, what the system says. Yeah. You know, the system says you and I shouldn't even talk because we're different races, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? You know what? We all are human. and But who created racism? All systems. Yes. Who created gender? Who created, uh, you know, woman and man? Yeah. It's all systems. We're all humans. And if we cannot wrap our head around it, we have to try. And in art community, it doesn't matter if you're gay, not a color, if you're different sex, if yeah. you're different gender. It doesn't matter. It's like, we got to do this. We have a orchestra and we all have to play. Yes. See, in a company, you don't have that. In a company, you can just exchange people, you know? Yeah. We see yeah. art. We don't see all that other stuff. When we when we look exactly. at artists, we're looking at someone who is doing something a little exactly. bit different from what we're doing and they're being just as creative. That That's what we see. We don't yeah. see you're this color you came from this place we don't see things we may ask about it just knowledge but that's not the focal point the focal point is you have an art and i'm interested in your art just as well as i'm interested that's the point so it definitely makes a difference you know how we see people and it'll be important if the world could actually see everybody that way see a person for what they and not for the color of their skin not for um saying that somebody's trying to do something bad to you or anything like that but this person for who they really are versus looking at the negativity the negativity um it may not come but why focus on that when there's so many other things to focus on yeah (laughs) you know yeah i agree but I think it's way we're waking up. I think we're waking up. We see all these systems break down. Yes. Uh, and we need to change systems to be human adapt. We, you know, till now, we adapted to systems. Yeah. You know, uh, we say, okay, there's this. And then because of that categorization of a human, 
Okay, they are Jews, we they need to get in concentration camps. They are blacks, they need to go to into slavery. They, I mean, we it's all systematic. It's not like a human said that, oh, we're going to war right now, you know, that 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 war in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. It is insane. You know, we just we just submit to systems. We then say, hey, stop it, systems. Yeah, we are all human. Yes, we are all nobody wants war. Nobody wants to uh, hurt other people. We just want to get along, have good fa- good fun, and, and create. You know, that's what we want. Yes, exactly. and, and become wise and become... In, because in every subcategorization, there's a lot for me to learn from Black uh, culture or from Asian culture or from another culture. And, and to learn and, and be aware of it, not to say I'm appropriating. And then the system says... No, you have right. everything is exchanged in 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 culture. You know that everything, yes. everybody takes from every, and everybody's inspired by other things. Yes. Uh, otherwise, I couldn't have played one rhythm because that's not from white people. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just, it, it just uh, uh, we appro- and 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 so the system says, oh, you appropriate from black people, from Asian people, you appropriate this, and that's not okay. I mean, they, there was a big issue with a white uh, singer had dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. I said, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's like, let them, you know? And and even if they, you know, it's it's just, we're all human. And we all exchange, the culture doesn't cost anything. We exchange our expressions that's to true. make better expression. That's the human potential to make, that's why creation is so powerful. Because you take fr- stuff from me, I take stuff from you. Uh-huh. Without paying, and we creating. I'm not stealing your style. I'm take implement them in my work, and you implement it in your work, and then we take both take Asian and put Asian in our work, and, yes. and then we take this in our work. Icelandic, I'll learn. And expand and see how wonderful this world is. Yes, right? Yes, indeed. And this is this is a beautiful place, and it, it can be an even better place as long as we continue to um, absolutely, and as long as we continue to make sure that we're doing our part as artists by continuing our creativity, mm-hmm. continuing the mental influence that it has our creativity has on other people because we're looking at it in a positive light and we want to continue that positivity on for for generations after generations and because it became Mm -hmm. a custom for us it is possible for it to become a custom for somebody else as well you know so i think that that is important in Mm -hmm continuing to spread the love to other people as well as other artists, you know, all over the world. It doesn't matter where you are, just as long as it's all over the world. So uh, I was reading something. Um, can you tell me about uh, Mr. Robert Evans? What did, what type of, I know he says produce with Robert Evans. Yeah. What work did yeah. you I, I I did a documentary uh, with Robert and he, he came. So this is a great example. He I was at a television fair and I wasn't famous. I wasn't thing. And 
he must have seen some art of mine or something that I created. And he said, uh, he sent his uh, assistant or something. And he said, when you bet, that was outside of, of America. And he said, when you come back to LA, could you call Mr. Evans? I didn't even know who he was. Just to, you know, mm -hmm. I had no clue who he was. And I was thinking it's a joke. Yeah. And then I asked my friends and everybody knew him because I was in television. Uh -huh. Everybody knew him. And they said, oh, he's seven. And then I thought, that must be a joke. Somebody's doing a joke with me, you know? And then when I called him, then I could, uh, you know, I, he invited me and we became good friends and, uh, and we created that. And uh, it was, uh, it was really a human, it, became, it was a human relationship. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about, uh, oh, because you have done so many films, because you have done this. Right. No, he said, I want to see you. And it, this was completely on the, on the personal. I mean, he asked me to go and score some shit for his, uh, for his documentary. He said, you know, let's go in the thing. Let's do it. And he has never heard me play. I said, but you just said, do it. And I did it and it worked out great. But I'm saying this is, this is how the world evolves. But we think, oh, you got to study. You got to do this. You got to do it. I have no education, zero. And I wrote five books, was an arts commissioner of Newport Beach, worked with, you know, co-produced with Robert and, and did hundred thousand other things, you know, it's, it's basically, we believe it's all systemic, but it really, it's all buddies. Uh -huh. You become buddy with somebody and, or you put your son into something. Yeah. But basically it's all the human connection is it, you know? So what five you, you, what five books did you write and what are they about? What, 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 oh, my books, uh, I wrote, the first one was actually a, a screenplay that was in pre-production before it got, I, I published, I wrote this a long time ago and I wrote it because while, while I was doing, working with Robert, I wrote it, it was during that time, I was very influenced by movie industry and by, by stories. I had to read a lot of stories for him too. As so for me, but he, he gave me a lot of scripts to read. Uh -huh. And I I wrote, I said, I can do as good. And I have, I, I think that I, I want to do it. And it's called Dangerous Blood. And I did it. And then I published it. So I was laying around and I, I pitched it somewhere. I couldn't do anything. And this is also something your listeners should know. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't work out right now, it might not, like, 10 years, 15 years later, you know? So first I wrote it, I, I, I pushed it and nobody said, yeah, it's good, but we don't, we don't have, you know, there's so many good scripts. I mean, it's like, like, you know, using poetry or using, using yeah. uh, music. Uh, there's so much out there and, uh, and the people that create, because they're focusing on the product, uh -huh. think, Everybody, there's no scripts out there. There's no uh, poems out there. There's no nothing out there, but it is. And 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 if they have already a catalog that they want to sell and they think your product fits them or not, mm -hmm. they select by that whatever makes them the best. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't sell it. And then then I let it lay. And then I said, you know, it's so great. And it, for something, it drove me back to rewrite it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I. Published it on Amazon, self-published it. Then it didn't do anything either. 
But then Robert asked me something and, and he asked, we, we kept be friends, you know, we, we created that 20 years ago, but we, we stayed friends. So we were talking and said, you know, pitch me that again, because he read it before and didn't take it. He said, pitch me that again. So I pitched him that and he, it wasn't before he passed and it was in pre-production at Parent already. And then uh, it was, it was, uh, he passed away, but Sorry to hear that. It shows, I, but no, but in the whole thing, you see there's a human connection for everyone. That story might not help me sell the script, but might other people do my, sell the script. It's not, and also don't look that you write that script. Keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. If you have a feeling, don't focus on being a writer because I didn't, I didn't, I, you know, I, I, I wrote screenplays, but right now I'm, I'm writing books. That's more, more interesting to me. Where the passion leads you, where you need to go. You, I, I might do music. I did a CD. I might do music again, you know? So go where art is, is like a God. It, art creation is like a God. When you start interacting with it, you're happy. You're in the moment. You have a self-esteem because you're creating stuff that came out from nowhere. You bring it into physical and so on and so on. So listen to that voice. Don't worry about what, what happened. It will happen when it happened, you know? Yes, that's true. <laughs> and at least you're happy. At least you're happy. This you you say, oh, but I, I you know, I, I wish I was Jay-Z or something. No. Jay-Z is Jay-Z, and, and he will tell you that will be the first one that said, do whatever you need to do. It's not, and you know, Rick Rubin just brought out a great, uh, you know, the producer. Uh, he brought out a great, a, uh, it's called the, the Creative Act, you know, uh, and it's a great book. Uh, I read it uh, uh, and I keep rereading it. It's like the Bible of art creation. Okay. You know? <laughs> and so that is, that, that is something that, that if, if, if you know, my book with Rick Rubin's book, they're really giving you an insight of being an artist, you know, being uh being an artist and what it, what power is in and this interview too what power is included in the, the art creation see art works like humans it's not like oh you're gonna make that course you get your title and then you get paid right. that does that is not a that is not a way for art a way for art is you create and you keep communicating mm -hmm. with your non-conscious with non-physical self you keep communicating and the clearer, and we, by doing that, your communication gets clear. Yeah. It's like when you wrote your first poem, what happened? Oh, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, and then you write more, and the more you write poem, uh -huh. the more you see yellow. Yes. yes. You know, you, the more you see you, and that is self-esteem. Mm -hmm. You know who you are. I can say... Okay, you're, you're the worst poet. It doesn't matter. You write poetry. I don't. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so there's so much power in it in creation art. It's it's just I can tell everyone to to just uh, you gotta be a better better human if you just create. You know. That's a funny analogy. I like the way you did that. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> so I noticed that. Um, you talked about creative creativity, health dialogue, and adaptability. What brought yep. you those three things? 
Okay, so creativity, obviously, I, I told you already, creativity kept me alive. It kept me to belong to humans. Mm -hmm. It kept me to not judge on how much money I make, what titles I have, right. what position I have in systems. The second one is what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. And people, when they listen to this, they will see because I'm preaching what I'm, I am. Yes. And, yes. and, and I say the, the dialogue that is not about, yellow. you are wrong. I'm right. <laughs> dialogue is, is an interaction, a dance. Yeah. Yellow and I dancing in this this hour. We dance, and I adapt to me to you. You adapt to me, <laughs> and that's why it's possible. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't have survived slavery or uh, Holocaust or any war if we weren't adaptable. Yes. We couldn't help each other if we weren't adaptable. So I, I think the first is creativity. Uh, art creativity is the highest form because it isn't, you know, it's, it's not creativity for a new iPhone. It's creativity for whatever comes in. Right. But creativity with that, that goes with creativity. Second is the human dialogue, the healthy. Because in the dialogue, we become aware. I can relate to yellow, yellow can, and can relate to me. And in that relating is an unbelievable power because so often when systems say, oh, it's just you that don't make enough money. It's just you to do that thing. Or everybody is, is, is wealthy but you. Or everybody is successful but you. And there's a lie other that they say, oh, because Jay-Z did that, you should do it too. That's completely wrong. Jay-Z does what Jay-Z does. And you do what I and I do what I, we are eight billion people and everybody yes. is different. <laughs> and then the adaptabilities that we are driven by DNA to be together, yeah. inclusive. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, and we are driven to be inclusive as a human, as a social animal. And because we're inclusive, we have the ability to adapt to each other that we can be a, a, inclusive. Mm -hmm. And in that adaptability, we find who we are. Mm -hmm. uh, I know more about myself because I've talked to Yellow, and Yellow knows more about himself because he has talked to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and, and, and we, we adapted to each other, and in that becomes awareness. It's like if you read all the libraries, awareness is what is awareness? Awareness is you read all the libraries about love. If you haven't felt love, it's a waste of time to read all the all the books of, of love, you know? Yes, indeed. That's true. If you don't know anything about it, why waste of time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've noticed that um on your podcast page, because we 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 actually share the same company with Anchor. Um, yeah. that you have a bunch of 30-second um podcasts. What inspired that idea to come up with a bunch of 30 seconds yeah. first of all i told you i'm neurodiverse mm -hmm. so i couldn't do editing or whatever i mean i could do editing uh, as a director but i i don't have employees that can edit something so or it's the neurodiversity so when i feel out of form as being dyslexic it takes me four times as long as anybody else okay so that's one thing, why that fell in, in place. But the real thing was because <clears throat> I said, I can, I want to train myself to condense 
wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do it in a short way. It helps me, helps my writing skill too. And I, I made the quote that is all my podcasts are 20 seconds. I've, I don't have any longer than 20, 30 seconds. Okay. And what it is, it's like seeds. You know, it's like little seeds. You listen to that quote. It's like a Bible verse. You know, you listen to that thing and it helps you. Rem- you remember when you need it mm-hmm. and you sprout. So I'm a seeder. I seed, I seed uh, thought. Mm-hmm. And then when when people, and I trust that people that you take, for example, a wisdom that I say, and then you put your stuff to it, you know, and 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 makes it, and so that's how we create inclusion, and then we lift the human potential because it's not like one person's view, and I try to be also as uh, uh, general as possible, where other people can say, oh, I can see this, oh, for me in poetry that is that and then you write what that is for you in poetry you know so when i write about painting you say oh it's the same thing i see it in music and painting often they're very similar yeah and then you can yeah and then you you can do it yeah that is so true that is so true there's a uh, quite a bit of similarities um especially in terms of creativity it's like those people who like to create their own songs kind of yeah. like it's kind of um transit where we actually go into this uh mindset and into our world of creativity and everything is so harmonic and and we try to put it together where we can create that balance once we find that balance now we got what we actually want to put out to the audience and when we take that put it out there to the audience now we're looking for the reciprocation for how our audience is going to reciprocate what we actually put out there. And once we yeah. and get that feedback from our audience, then we can either feel that sense of accomplishment or we can feel like there's something that else that I need to work on to make this better. I would say, you know, I would agree that, that there's a way to go, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't rely on what I say on the audience. I would, because I tell you, I've I've done paintings and posts and music and, whatever, and stuff that I created were, and I give always that same example because it's so, I bought a new graphics program a while ago and I just tried to get the function of the graphics point where I make ellipses and I call it the ellipses. Mm-hmm. I put that on the I put that on the, the web. I had the highest views. And I, I never thought there will be any views on this and any likes. And I had the highest likes. So for me, it wasn't my voice. It was the, you know, I did it with of course it was my voice because I created, I put placed the the ellipses in a certain uh patterning and I painted them and I, I chose the color. But really you cannot let the audience decide ever. You can just be the best that you can be and it resonates or it doesn't. And even if you talk, you know, when if, if, if Rick Rubin said in his own book, he said, you, you, all you need to do, because the audience doesn't know what they want. Mm-hmm. They don't know what, they're just reacting. Mm-hmm. So when you create something that is uh, totally you, then 
they might react to it, but they might not because they're not ready for it. But it might be like a poem you read might be on second thought, they read it again. They don't even know that they heard it first. They read it again. And all of a sudden it goes deep. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh my God, Yale is the best poet ever. You know You know what I mean? This is, yes. it's, it's, it, it just touches you on a level. And we are unconscious. We are mostly unconscious. And I love that saying that Rick says that, that uh, the audience doesn't know what they want. They want, but they, 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 they know it when they hear it. But they, they weren't aware that they want that, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's how that's how pretty much um, me rephrased. That's pretty much what I was saying when yeah. I was talking about the audience. Okay. Basically, it's a it's all it can be, and at some point it's a part of yeah. our creativity, what they say or what they say about it, what they think yeah. of it. It's not that we take it as an artist as a whole that this is yeah. where I'm going to go because the audience said No, it's not about what the audience say, but we yeah. do at some point listen to what they say and how they feel and how mm-hmm. they, you know, how their, their input impacts our art from another person's perspective. We listen to these yeah. things, but we just don't let that take control of who we yeah. are we continue to be the artists that we are, irregardless of what anybody thinks or feels. And so we do hear these things. It's going to come to you, whether you want to hear it or not, it's going to come. (laughs) But but there's a lot of people that, artists that don't listen to any feedback. They they don't even listen to critics. And what I concur with Rick on that is he says, People that want to see you being successful, listen to the critique from people. If if you know that your wife or your girlfriend or a, a good buddy of yours really loves to see you famous, loves to be you having success, that critique I would take. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I would really, I would consider that critique. I w- I'm still deciding if I should take it or not. <laughs> because if it lies, it lies about me, yeah. Uh, if he says, you know, do it, use, use purple and I'm not purple, yeah. uh, you know, then, 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 then I said, you know, as much as he says, I, sh- I should use purple. I'm not going to use purple, you know? <laughs> so, so, but listen to those people that really want to see you succeed, not to somebody you don't know. You know what I mean? Yes. Indeed. I think it's a big mistake we do because people are jealous. They, perhaps you touch them deeply and they they say, screw this, this is thing, you know, and and they don't want to hear the truth, you know, especially with your stuff, with poetry. A lot of people don't want to hear the truth, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and I like to tell things about reality, real life events in my poetry. I don't want to tell things that they have to imagine or guess at or anything like that. I just want you to see the truth for what it is. And pretty much yeah. you take what you take from it. It is what it is. I know what I meant. I know what I wrote. And I think that my writings are pretty clear. It's just yeah. everything is up for interpretation. Whatever you interpret is what you interpret. But as long as I know where it truly came from, that that counts. Yeah. And as mm-hmm. far as influencers, my, my wife, she will tell me, you know, things but she won't tell me something 
just for me to hear it. She she looks for what's the best in me and what she sees in me, and she'll do a comparison based on what Perfect. she mm-hmm. and say, hey, because I know that you're like this, then maybe you could say it this way, or maybe you could put it out that way, or maybe you can try to reach this type of audience, and I'll give it a try, and I kid you not, Quite a bit of times that I've tried the things that she's assessed has actually worked for me. So I incorporate that in my life as well, or into my creativity as well. Because I mm-hmm. love poetry. There's <laughs> nothing, nothing. It fulfills you also if it fulfills you. See, see, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, I always look for that makes sense. You know, if if if, if you know, your wife say make a poem about carburetors and you want that and it fulfills you then make a poem about carburetors you know what i mean it's just <laughs> even though even the most outside thing can be accepted i say what, what i'm saying i'm saying so on the one hand saying i said so basically what i say you got to be the idol for how much gas you want to blow into your creation you know yes how many how many additives you want to use you know in your creation <laughs> yes. i already had carburetors but yeah but i, I agree with you on and see I, I i didn't have a discussion like with other people like that uh-huh. and so i learned a lot when, when, because you and i just jiving about it and and that makes me uh more aware so i learn and you learn you know and and this uh, everybody winner you know Yes, many blessings. I definitely appreciate. Yeah. It. I think that that's that's um, definitely rewarding for on both yeah. my part and your yeah. part, especially when you can learn something from somebody. There's nothing like learning something from like-minded yeah. people, artists. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> we tend to look for in art. Nothing is absolute. In art, nothing is absolute. In art. Exactly. And that's why artists, artists talk to each other, which is we are an example for other people. This is how you should talk in companies mm-hmm. because, you know, a business is an extension of you and it's, it's a creation. And this is how you should talk. That's right. I'm telling you this and I want this and I want this. Yes. It's not that. It's, yeah? not, that it's not that. Yeah. I totally agree. So tell me, uh, Michael, um, some people may not understand this. I do, but I would like for my audience to understand it as well. Yeah, okay. What is a truth compass? A truth compass is when you pushed in a corner and you can't, and you're just about freaking out and you want to just lash out because you, you just, it's about survival. Mm-hmm. There's an inner knowing in you, and I call that, and you can, a lot of people take it from the Bible. They take, that's my my truth compass. A lot of people take it from any religion or uh, any Zen Buddhism or whatever. And I say my my truth compass is always humanity because I go the, I try to go the highest truth on the physical. Not I don't want to go into the spiritual because that's where I'm not am. I am in the physical. Mm-hmm. I communicate with my non-physical about my art creation, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go 
on the physical plane, but we forget the nature, and that's why my direction, when I need to make a choice, when I need to uh, say something, when I need to make a comment to something, when it's important, when people expect from me certain things, I always, and I'm in uncertain because there's a feeling of ambiguity. I'm, let's say we're talking about uh, an issue and I'm uncertain about that. Mm -hmm. Then I say, so race issue, perfect. So this would, I would make me uncertain we're talking about race issues. Why is a white guy artist with a black guy? What, what, why the hell are they talking? What are they doing, these guys? <laughs> and and I, I go, I can 100% support that because what is it in nature? In nature, we are all included. The, the, the zebra doesn't say, oh my God, there's a giraffe. There's an elephant. What, what am I going to do with it? Exactly. They all live in harmony with each other. Yes. We are just a species of nature. The eagle sees better. The dolphin swim better. I mean, we're not the best. We are just having a brain. Yes. And But we are species. We forget that. When have you heard the last time saying somebody, oh, we are, we are, we are, we are species from nature? Nobody says that because we don't identify with it. No. And that's so crazy. But we are. Yes. And nobody created, no system created humans. No system said, okay, there's uh, uh, black people, white people, Asian people. Uh, they, you know, they are different. No, nature created all, you know, or, or God or whatever you want to believe it. We created the systems. And that's why my always, my compass is the higher truth of what is the highest I can do on this plane? The highest, absolute highest is nature because we have extinguished the humans have extinguished themselves mayans all these uh, cultures over and over and the and the and the dinosaurs extinguished but human uh, the nature good keeps going on and our you see how distorted we are we want to save nature yes instead of na saying you know we want our kids and our kids kids to also enjoy this beautiful, artistic, beautiful experience of being physical on this planet, yes. on this beautiful planet. Yes, indeed. And, and we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't say it. So we 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 should, if we want to exploit nature, then exploit the nature way that you don't need to use for yourself. Mm -hmm. We we think we need to save nature, and then save nature will be nice to us. They say they give a shit. If we want to extinguish ourselves, we're dead. And I mean, look, it doesn't matter. But look what we did in, in China in, in, in the Olympic Games. They had to literally turn the, the, the traffic off to have the Olympic Games. Oh my God. This is this is we destroy our own habitat within nature, and that we don't protect because we don't see it. We think we need to. We're so arrogant. We think we need to save the whole nature. Whole nature, nor the earth, needs saving. You know, no, no, no. we need to. We need to protect and sustain the habitat that your kids or my kids can live. You know, yes, and, and, and prosper, and, and that their kids also can enjoy their life and not have to go run around with oxygen masks. Yes. You know, or, or other masks for that. You know? Yeah, that's why we gotta make sure that we. Yeah. Helping with this green environment, and not yeah. 
but the pollution of it. You yeah. Know? Being to yeah. Pollution of it. We got enough for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For us, for us, the nature is is the, the nature it makes a cough, and and there's no humans. The nature makes a cough, and everything is normal. Right. It's the same as dinosaurs. It, it's we are responsible, not nature. We are responsible to protect the part of nature because not all nature, the part of nature that gives us oxygen, yeah. clear water, you know, uh, warmth, energy, you know. Yep, definitely. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree with you. <laughs> yeah, but you see how wacky the people are. Oh, we need to punish everybody that is polluting. Oh, we need to do it. No, you need to make them aware that don't, don't pollute. Once they are aware of that, they don't pollute, you know? It depends. It depends, but some people are hard hitting. <laughs> yeah, but they're unaware. They're unaware. Only, I think, awareness you can't forget. What I'm saying is when you burn yourself on a stove, your daddy can tell you, and your mommy can tell you all about not touching the stove. They can say, you need to read this book not to touch the stove. Right. <laughs> and you touch the stove, you don't need to read a book or anything. Right. You burn yourself and you are aware that a, a stove can be hot and you can burn yourself. And yeah. there's nothing you need to read, nothing to be the three steps or five steps. Right. You just... <laughs> You know, you burned yourself. Oh, oh, I'm falling in love. You falling in love. Now you can read books about it. You can, you know, burn yourself. You not afterwards, after the fact. But first, you have to be aware. Right. And I see in nature. When it comes to nature, we are not aware. We are not aware that we don't know anything about it. That actually, all the truths are in nature, or other humans. You know, the truth. If you want to go high truth, and that's why it's a long answer. But that's why my True North, that's it. When it comes down to the nitty gritty, nature and, and humans, yes. not systems. I, I would never do anything for a job that I get. Never, never. I mean, when you have to choose between a job and a human, you know. Forget about this, it. <laughs> Forget I mean, but, how, but this is a good, good example. How many people feel guilty when their kid is sick and they have to go to the job? Oh Everybody feels good, and they shouldn't because we created them system. This is call the be responsible, call the work, and say, My kid is sick, I have to take it. Yes, but because people are not aware, they feel, Oh my god, if I don't, they throw me out. Whatever. And on the other side of the system, in the system, should be humans that understand that. Yeah, that's true. That said, our team works with that when the yellow's kid is sick. And he has to stay home. Not that he says it and then that goes pimping. Exactly. You know, it's like you, if you say it, and 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 uh, and uh, that hey, we are one. We are helping each other out. Humans help each other out. Yes, and that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you don't have to go to a church to learn that. What I'm saying is, you. This is not dependent on religion. Are good. They say that, but you don't have to go to a. Religion yep. to know this because artists can tell you that like we do right now, right? It'll be nature. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Mike, tell us where we can find you and your information. Uh Michaelm.com. Michael with two L's M.com. Michaelm.com. And there's a hub, and then you can get my LinkedIn and my all my social and everything. 
Awesome, awesome. And what is one of the key points that you want people to be able to take away from this interview? Awareness is Trump's all. There's nothing higher than awareness. That's when you what you're aware, like once you burn yourself on a stove, the experiential uh, learning. Once you have that, that's why often when a lot of when you have a lot of jobs, you learn like I did. Yeah, uh, you have a lot of experiential learning. You know, yes. because I have no education, by the way. So anybody come, oh, you're a doc. I'm not a doctor. I'm no nothing. I just say what I experienced through my life. I disagree with the no education because experience educates us every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I agree with you, but I have no system education. I don't have Harvard or whatever, you know? Yeah. But back in the ancient times, there was no system education either. So you get you on the exactly. right. <laughs> I know. That's why you have the true north. It's humanity and nature. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, what a beautiful talk uh, uh, i love always talking to you yellow beautiful it's a blessing my friend definitely a blessing i just want to thank anytime what gotta get up out of here thank you so much for definitely giving me this opportunity to interview with you you have truly truly enlightened me and brought a blessing thank you so much my friend and thank you. same here you're always welcome to come back through. We'd love to have you here yep. on the entertainment. Peace and blessings, my friend. You have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Yellow.